Now just a quick word from one of the sponsors of this show. As you know by now, I've lived in Saigon, Vietnam for three years, and one of the reasons I've done so is that I've found a selection of places that give me a home away from home feeling. One of these places is Yujus in Tao Dien, also Haga Smart Tech. Now both of these are owned by the same lady, Han, who has appeared on the podcast to discuss her business journey from the countryside in Hoi An, Vietnam, all the way to the big city of Saigon, setting up two businesses in her brand and her image, prioritizing honesty, integrity, good quality customer service, and friendly care. If you are in the Taodian region, I highly recommend you go to Haga Smart Tech to deal with any of your electronic devices, and you juice if you want completely healthy fruit juices, smoothies, and protein shakes. That's you juice and also Haga Smart Tech. I will include the links in the show notes. Thank you, and on with the rest of the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Comeback Podcast. As usual, I am your host, Connor, and we are dissecting Chapter 4 of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich book right here, myself and Nick. And we're going to go into detail about autosuggestion, the medium for influencing the subconscious mind. There are no limitations to the mind except those we acknowledge. Both poverty and riches are the offspring of thought. This is what Hill has here. Welcome, Nick. How are you? Doing good. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to autosuggestion, the medium for influencing the subconscious mind. No thought, whether it is negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without the aid or the principle of autosuggestion. What are we thinking? Have you tried it? I have actually, yeah, yeah. I've kind of realized that when the thoughts are positive and when they are negative, it's coming through that force of autosuggestion where it's come up. Have you tried like repeating something over and over and over again? Yeah. Like, what, what did you feel like, um, as you were doing it? As I was doing it, I think realized I, w- I am capable came up, I suppose. Mm. Once I repeated that over and over again with the emotion, the feelings that I was capable of doing something, then it all came about. I've also had it with the negative thoughts, mm. like, I'm useless. That was probably slightly more powerful in my earlier years. I was yeah. like, I'm useless, I'm dreadful, I'm rubbish, and that kind of manifested. And then what's made me question recently is like, okay, when, when there are those like negative thoughts, like, is that happening on like an autopilot or am I consciously choosing those negative thoughts? Like, when, does anybody consciously choose negative thoughts? Good question. And I used to, I want to say no as my automatic response, but maybe, yeah, maybe because it's so familiar and so easy and comfortable, then they probably do consciously choose negative thoughts. I don't know. Like, I've been, you know, like the same thing with like the questions, like asking a question like, um, why am I doing so good today? Mm. As opposed to like, why do I suck at this? Yeah. It's like, which question did I consciously choose? Like the negative one, did it just bubble up as like a habit type of thing or did I actually choose to say like why do I suck yeah that's like the Tony Robbins example right that he had yeah. the gates of asking better questions such as how do I turn this around or what am I going to learn from this experience rather than why do I suck and why does everything bad happen to me yeah it's like if I could choose all of my thoughts would I choose any negative no <laughs> I don't think you I would. I think not. No, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like the idea of the mind and being a garden. Would you deliberately right. plant shit there? Of course you wouldn't. Right. <laughs> you plant it with the best nutrients and the best soil possible. Yeah. So then it's like, why would I, why would I have uh, like unhealthy things growing there in the first place? 
Mm. Yeah, to come somewhere. Yeah. Like, how did it get there? How did I let it grow there? Maybe. Exactly. That probably came from conditioning, from parented parenting, and societal influences, and very similar to what we've discussed many times, not only on the Napoleon <coughs> Hill series, about the fact that you lose your identity and you grow your suffering because of that. So it's your parents or society you, you feel, find into their beliefs, and that causes your own suffering. Dude, this is why I like that we're doing this because, like, now that we said, look, we just started this conversation, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Just because we said this, now it's getting, it's becoming more clear that auto-suggestion is just choosing how to garden. That's it. Yeah, choosing how to like water and (laughs) choosing what to let in. It's like choosing what to plant in your garden. Mm. So it's like, if you can choose it, what will you choose, right? Yeah, and you can choose as well. Right. It is a choice, which is why, because of humans we're so different, one person might find something amazing, the other might be absolutely distraught by it. Mm. It really just depends on your conditioning as a human. Now imagine if you're someone who who doesn't believe they can choose how to garden. Mm. They have the idea that it's they're at the mercy of some external force, whatever that may be. Sure. Or maybe it's just like, I'm the way I am because of this thing that happened to me, and mm. that's it, forever. Something that happened when you were 10 years old, for example, and yeah. you're 80 years old and it's still the whole driving force yeah. behind your dominating thoughts and therefore behavior. Like, what if you could, what if you could choose your garden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you choose your garden? Or choose what to grow in your garden? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I don't know what the soil is. Like, that, asking what is the soil is like asking, like, what is quantum physics? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what, where does stuff come out of? I, I don't know. I don't even know what actual like soil soil is. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And he literally uses the garden example of recall what has been said about the subconscious mind representing a fertile garden spot. Weeds will grow of abundance if the seeds of more desirable crops are not sown there. Damn, he's talking about fucking Yeah, dude. exactly. Yeah. I forgot he even mentioned that. Yeah, the pattern's there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I guess it's just the most obvious examples that just come dude. up. Dude. Mm. Okay, so now this matches with now with Robin Sharma, mm. right? Because he talks about the garden and what yeah, to grow yeah. in there. Yeah, he actually mentioned you cannot afford the luxury of even one negative thought, not one, because it will grow and grow like a seed. Dude, I gotta reread that now. Yeah, it's a fascinating book, and I'd love to do another series at some point, yeah. Damn, okay, so I suggest anyone who, like, is into Robin Sharma to reread specifically just that chapter about the garden, because it's connecting to this auto-suggestion chapter in um, this book, Napoleon Hills. Yeah, absolutely. And the whole thing, like, there's gonna be tons of patterns like in every chapter so like keep an eye out like if you're into this topic and reading books like this like keep an eye out for any patterns to connect it with what other authors have already said because ultimately it's the same book with different labels absolutely even the bits that he's put in here about remember when reading aloud the statement you have to the mere reading of the words is of no consequence unless you mix feeling or emotion and you're developing a consciousness. That goes back to what we discussed in episode one, two, and three, of getting the emotion, the faith, the desire, and the identity actually all together before you start putting your auto-suggestions out there. Otherwise, the results will be mixed and futile. Damn. So what, how, like, how can we put this into like a metaphor that makes sense? That makes sense. So let's say like the auto-suggestion, like the, the sentence you choose is the seed. Let's mm-hmm. say that. Okay, okay. Um, and then the emotion is what? The water? The, yeah. a, a necessary component needed yeah. to grow this seed? Yeah, I'd say so. 
Yeah, as someone who isn't the most passionate about gardening, this probably isn't the best example for me personally. Yo, I don't know shit about gardening, yeah. but my mom does. Mom, <laughs> please. My dad's a gardener, actually. Okay, I, sick. <laughs> I, I, well, I say I helped him throughout my youth. I helped him, but it was very half-hearted help, shall we say. I wasn't naturally gifted, and he wouldn't mind me saying this. Mm. So, yeah, I suppose I've got the experience, but... Um, it's, yeah. in, it's in there somewhere. It's in there somewhere, yeah, it's knocking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the lack of understanding of this is the main reason people who try to apply your suggestion get no desirable results because plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind without belief. Dude, imagine trying to grow a seed and not watering it. Yeah, it's almost similar, right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost <laughs> like, to put a, another like metaphor, is like getting in a car, like getting the key, turning the key on, but not actually pressing your foot on the accelerator True. or... Going into gear, just being yeah. there, like mm. it's like how are you gonna move or whatever. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it also goes back to I suppose if you've not got this specific plan, like he actually mentions just before here that in chapter two we were told to make our six-step specific plan for money, uh, money abundance. Whilst it's almost like what you've told me before, like throwing a dart at a dartboard without a target. Mm. It's the same here. It's almost like setting off without a sat nav. And then it, I feel like now it's also connecting to chapter two of desire, right? Mm. Because, like, if you don't have a strong desire for something, then you will have no emotions towards that. Yeah, exactly. So, like, how can you have emotions towards something that you don't even really want? Yeah. <sighs> you can't lie to the mind either. The mind knows that you don't really want that. So now I'm wondering, is... <laughs> wow, this is getting too much. Now. It's like, it's like <laughs> So is, is desire the water? And then, like, the molecules, like the H2O is, is the emotions? I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to stop right there. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a connection there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, and it also goes to personal responsibility. You and you alone must decide whether or not the reward for which you are striving, the money consciousness, is worth the price you must pay in effort. That goes to being careful what you wish for, which we discussed, I think, last time as well. Yep. Yeah. I've, I've discussed <laughs> it with a few people recently. Be careful what you wish for. But it did come up on the last episode. Be careful what you wish for and also be mindful of who's making that wish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it your autopilot? Yeah. Or yeah. are you consciously making this wish? Is it that wounded ego? Right. Where you might want something just because it will be like, hey, gotcha, to your high school bully sure. or your parents or your ex-girlfriend. But yeah. is that really driving your decision? Yeah, or like, like here's one hint that it's coming from like your, let's say your ego, right? Um or maybe call it autopilot, whatever label would make sense for you, it doesn't matter, just choose one, right? If if you hear this thought, like, man, this thing would feel so good. <laughs> if this thing would feel so good. <laughs> yeah, because that's almost like delaying it, as if like making happiness a place or a destination, where it will feel so good if I do this. Because right. you're setting yourself up for an anticlimax, because what okay. if it doesn't feel that good? And anyways, when after you do it, it will feel good in that moment, and that moment's gone immediately after mm. Finished. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I think I heard Johnny Wilkinson say on a podcast, uh, he won the World Cup for England at rugby, mm. and it was over within 30 seconds. <laughs> it's like his whole life's work of striving and achievement. He said the moment before he actually did it was the best, because he knew he was going to do it, and then once the whistle blew, 30 seconds later, oh, the anticlimax hit, mm. and he thought, what is this next? This kind of like Tyson Fury, right? Like yeah. He was almost like... Uh, like his whole life dream was to be the champ. Yeah. And when he knew he was about to be the champ, then he kind of, I don't know, had like mixed feelings about he it. He did, yeah, yeah. He sat down with his parents and his team and said, I will probably be very depressed after this fight because I'm going to win and I don't know what to do after. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> and the next two and a half years, he ended up in that spiral because he thought, what's next? You know, he, yeah. what, what do they call it? 
gold medal syndrome, where I think 70% of gold medal, medal winners, yeah. not too long after, report depression. Then we should ask uh, Michael Phelps if he had that. Yeah, but he, he keeps going again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it really depends on the individuals of us. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it depends on your expectation. Like, were favorites to win gold medals, would they be? Probably, because it wouldn't mean anything. But if you're an underdog and you win a gold medal, that would be euphoric. Yeah. Yeah, because of expectations. Yeah. Yeah, True, like the examples we give of uh, when you expect something suddenly it's uh, it, yeah when you expect something and it doesn't happen the way you expect it to then you mm. get disappointed but the exact same thing could happen but if you didn't expect anything better it's like fine right yeah. then it's just like oh that's cool yeah yeah <laughs> so the example of uh, a child in Africa you give them a bowl of rice they're euphoric literally euphoric whilst like a billionaire if his steak is cut <laughs> mm. Like medium rare instead of rare, he goes and throws a hissy fit. It true, really true. just depends. Yeah, yeah. True. The situation. <laughs> yeah. Do not wait for a definite plan, though, which you tend to exchange services. Be sure to see yourself at once in the possession of the money, demanding and expecting the plan. Which goes to, I suppose, taking action rather <laughs> than just hoping the universe provides you with mm. this sudden flash of inspiration when you actually have to go out and work for it and use auto-suggestion to connect with infinite intelligence, which I suppose is this invisible force that mm. will give you the ideas for your business, your family, relationships, rather than just saying, I'll wait for inspiration. It's like, no, no, really get yourself into the headspace to get that inspiration. Don't just like hope for luck from the universe. Yeah, and also, um, I don't know if it's mentioned, in the, it is mentioned in this chapter. Mm -hmm. It's gonna come up eventually. Like, okay. that like, you will get like a flash in your mind of what to do next. Mm. And then like he suggests that you take that step because that flash of, of like the next step is coming, let's say from higher intelligence. Yeah, yeah. He's actually got it on this page. Mm. This inspiration may be considered a direct message from infinite intelligence. Treat it with respect and act upon it as soon as you receive it. Mm. Failure to do this will be like capitalized fatal to your success. Have you ever uh, felt you got a message like that before? A message from the unit, from Infinite Intelligence to make kind the next step. It's like, um, for example, it's like you wish you knew what to do in order to get something you want, mm. and uh, you just leave it alone. And then one day you're just washing dishes and like, like, oh damn, I know, I know what to do now. Yeah, yeah, but I ignored it. Uh, no, mm. actually, I'll tell you what day it was. 31st of July 2019. Damn, that's specific. Yeah, that is specific. And the reason is because today, three years ago, I moved to Vietnam. So mm. it's an anniversary day. Like, whoa, party. Oh. <laughs> it is. But the next day, I remember the next day, I spent the whole day just wandering around my apartment complex and just getting to grips with this new foreign country where no one spoke my language. And then sat in my room and had everything ready to go for blogs and had the podcast ideas. I procrastinated mm. but I thought no no I'm not ready yet and, and I had it literally the idea was there it was like come back come back from adversity do this interview people on your phone just get it done and I went well wait it took me 18 months afterwards to actually do act upon that message Damn. and the period in between was mixed I suppose it wasn't it wasn't a dreadful period I still had a lot of fun and a lot going for me but I could have saved a lot of the heartache if I'd have acted upon that message there and then true yeah then, but then I did get the lessons from it. However, yeah, so I suppose coming to Asia was another mm. example where I got this, where there was just a flash that move yeah. abroad and teach for a year. Move abroad and teach, and it was Ooh. kind of forced upon me by, not forced by my parents, but um, they definitely encouraged me strongly. Mm. And I you know, was very, very 
nonchalant. I was like, yeah, maybe one day, maybe, maybe, maybe. And then finally thought, fucking do it. And there was just <laughs> such a flash of, it felt just right. When I got that flash to yeah. go to Vietnam, ride the motorbike, go to the local places, get the new culture. Something felt really right about it. Mm. And here we are three years later. Wow, okay. This is like an entire other topic and it's called intuition, mm. right, which I don't know much about and I'm still learning about That's it. That's a fair point. Because actually, it's, yeah. so, it's so abstract. Yeah. And like I've had moments where I get this flash of like what to do next and then I'll, I'll think like I won't forget so I won't write it down. But then I'll forget. Mm. But does intuition link with infinite intelligence in any way? Like, those are two such abstract things yeah. that it seems like my, my gut feeling is saying there's a connection. Mm. Same, but I'm just <laughs> wondering exactly how or what. <laughs> we'll never know. Yeah, I yeah. Think we, I think maybe that question could get us distracted. Yeah, it could. Let's go back to infinite intelligence. And <laughs> again, we're, we're talking about vin, uh, visualization. It's like my, my last comment on that topic is like, when when that's when that message comes through, it comes when you're doing something like mindless. Mm. When you're like washing your dishes or folding your clothes or whatever, something random like that. Yeah. You just get a flash of like, Whoa! it just hits you. Yeah, that's so, why it can be important to take days off where if you do the toxic like hustle culture of daily grind and daily grind and just work, 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 you might not get, but a lot of people I've listened to have got their best ideas whilst out for a run or a walk or a swim or in the gym or somewhere away from that. Dude, this is why some entrepreneurs, they take vacation time like and go off to do something like a disconnect from everything so nobody can call them and just go somewhere. Yeah. And that, it makes sense now why they do that. Yeah, it makes sense. Then suddenly you just have such a clearer headspace and you're not yeah. occupied by meaningless, well, I say meaningless, by pursuits such as emails and meetings and all of yeah. these things that would usually occupy your time, your headspace and your energy. You're completely undistracted. And it's, so therefore you're in a space to be able to come out with better ideas. It's like taking your foot off the pedal and look where, where you are. Mm. It feels like that, right? Yeah. It's like stop so. moving for a second and just take a look around what's happening. Yeah, just observe your surroundings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it when I hear examples of like famous entrepreneurs or CEOs or businessmen or people in that field suddenly like they find something, uh, an amazing idea just because they were fishing or something like yeah even the amount of stories that I, I sh if I'd have known we would sub stumble upon this topic I would have prepared a list but the ones I can think <laughs> of are like uh, Paul McCartney wrote yesterday after a dream yes yeah yeah yes I'm sure there's many more <laughs> I'm sure there's many more and he's bringing to mind I had one yesterday did you yeah. what was it uh, I was trying to figure out how to freelance okay and then it, the steps just came I was watching my dishes yeah and then like the step by step and then I thought, okay, I'm not going to forget. I'm going to write it down this time. And I wrote yeah, it down. yeah. <laughs> we were actually saying this. I was at a networking event on Thursday with some top creatives within the city. And we were talking about ideas and how they come at the most random times of doing the dishes or in the middle of the night when you wake Jesus. up and in the morning and then you just don't write it down and suddenly forgotten. I remember so many times just before I went to sleep, you know that weird period when you're about to fall asleep, but you're not, you're still conscious. Okay. okay. I can't quite, I don't know. There's a name for it, but I can't think. The mm. amount of amazing ideas I've had then. But I've just yeah. gone. I'll write that down in the morning. Okay, everybody, write your shit down. <laughs> write. Yeah. Let me emphasize if you have an amazing idea in a dream, please write it down. <laughs> your future self will thank you when you're coming up stuck against a wall. Like, if you're taking a dump and an idea comes in, write it down after your dump. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
like a lot of the books that we have yet, like a lot of the books that I've used here and there, <laughs> literally full of ideas yeah. just to like get things rolling and it helps so much. Yeah, just I think I've heard the concept of like idea sex before, where you like put an idea and then put them all together and see which ones link together, as in which mm. ones vibe. And it's almost like idea sex, which somehow like gets them all together and works out what will actually work for you. Sick. Idea orgy. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that on a London Reel. Can't remember who the guy was called James something. Not James Clear, but someone else. But yeah, it's an interesting concept, I suppose. Sick. Five days all coming together. <clears throat> the summary of instructions. The fact you are reading this book is an indication you earnestly seek knowledge. I think that's true. And it's an indication that you are a student of this subject. Uh, the chapters given in connection with the six steps in chapter two will be summarized and blended with the principles covered by this chapter. The first one is actually something we've kind of alluded to about going to a quiet spot where you will not be disturbed or interrupted. Read aloud, close your eyes, the exact amount of money that you wish to accumulate. And this is basically based <laughs> on money. However, yeah. this could also probably link to other areas of your life where if you were talking right. about what you'd want in your relationships or business or finance, this would finances money it would probably come up like that yeah or even inventions right because he's talking about thomas edison henry mm. ford they wanted to invent something yeah. invent a light bulb invent uh, a specific type of car engine and the money came after yeah precisely it all would have come about it's just like decide what do you want yeah decide that and it's being specific in terms of i first day of january 20 i will have in my possession a hundred thousand dollars it will come to me in various amounts from time to time yep in return for the money i will give you the most efficient service of which i'm capable rendering the fullest possible quantity and the best possible quality of service as a sales representative of your product mm -hmm. so yeah that goes to business literally that's the exact thing i, I, I copied that format put it on my, on yeah. my wall excellent man yeah so i saw it actually yeah i set it to 10 years mm. But I just scratched off three years from that, so seven years now. Excellent, yeah. It just felt like, why not? Yeah. I look forward to seeing your results, definitely. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I'll let you know in seven years. Yeah. Or maybe I'll scratch off some more years, we'll see. Yeah, if yeah. it feels right, I'll scratch it off. Of course, yeah, yeah. Just wait and see what the feeling is. Use infinite intelligence, use auto-suggestion. It's like, I feel like it depends on my faith. Like, when I originally wrote it, my faith said, 10 sounds believable. And mm. today it was like, 10 sounds like too much. Yeah, yeah. Seven sounds believable, so I wrote seven. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it goes. Yeah, and it says repeat the program night and morning until you can see in your imagination. Place a copy of the written statement where you can see it. Yep. Hell yeah. Where you can see it, man. Right by the wall. Yeah. It's interesting the last bit of this. He says, then you will arrive at the point where you can truly say, I am the master of my fate, I am the captain of my soul, which is true confidence. Because everyone can say, I am I am unstoppable, I am unbreakable. But then like the get annoyed at the traffic five minutes later so it's like you're not unstoppable you know what I mean you know, and I'm guilty of this as well so many times before I've said to myself without the emotion and faith that I'm unstopable and then a dog's mm. come at me in the street and I've got shit I can't go <laughs> yeah it's like do you want to be a bulldozer like that sounds like unbreakable unstoppable right like you want to mm. be a bulldozer is that what you want to be or something else a bulldozer um, I'm not sure are you talking about me, me personally or just anyone. Right? Anyone. Um, I'm not sure to be honest. Because if you want to be the master of your mind, then you would be like, maybe a bulldozer. If you, but if you want to. Yeah, exactly. Like you're a conscious bulldozer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. And he actually like goes through without this about uh, if you apply them with persistence and desire into money using auto suggestion, and it goes carry out these instructions as if you were a small child of the faith of a child mm. where when you're a kid and you have perhaps naivety you do expect stuff to happen and then it comes mm. 
Or he's really good at playing pretend. Like, oh, floor is lava. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's easy to imagine and easy to actually get scared. Like, oh, fuck. I mean, not really a scare, but at least you're like, oh, yeah, lava. Yeah. <laughs> I actually used to do it as a kid where in a shopping mall I'd go to, they'd have like a, the tiles. Some would be blo- uh, brown, some blue, some green. Mm. And I used to play a game that if I touched the green one, I was going to die. Of course, it's not like <laughs> in right. my, my mind. And I was amazingly innovative at getting around them. Yes. Finding bits like that. And I used to like try and play like I was in a cartoon game or a video game. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking fun. Or like, don't step on the on the cracks or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Did that happen in every country? Yeah. Yeah, because that happened in like UK, US. <laughs> Probably happened elsewhere. Like, I remember. I don't mean to digress too much, but there was a rumor that went round in the UK that Dr Pepper killed your sperm. And <laughs> then I spoke to my South African friends here. Went round there. Spoke to my Canadian friends. Went round there, and I think. Who starts this web and gets yeah, all around the world? I didn't even world? hear about the... You, know, you didn't hear about but this? But also, I didn't drink much Dr. Pepper as well. No, neither, neither did I, but I genuinely was put off by it as a result. <laughs> I only had like three or four cans in my life, probably, until I heard that, and I don't think Damn, I had Damn, poor them. Who started this room? Exactly. It was probably yeah. Coca-Cola, dude. Probably, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Pepsi or something. Going for the competition. <laughs> the final bit's really interesting. Read the... He says this in capitals, I mean seriousness. Mm. Read the entire chapter aloud once every night until you become thoroughly convinced that the principle of autosuggestion is sound, that it will accomplish for you all that has been claimed for it, as you read, underscore with a pencil every sentence that impresses you favorably. Uh, there's... That's an option. I think there's different ways to go about this. That's an option. I'd agree, yeah. I think if you get a... If you get one hint of evidence that auto-suggestion works, you get that cookie, then uh, just work that cookie. Yeah. This, this works. Auto-suggestion works. Auto-suggestion works. And auto-suggest to yourself that auto-suggestion works. Exactly, yeah. I don't know, like, I mean, if reading the whole chapter word by word works for you, then do that. Yeah. But I don't think you have to. Just exactly, find what yeah. works for you. Especially if you're not, like, an avid reader, then you might, like, you don't, you won't have the emotion to. So you might get into yeah. the emotion for the first paragraph, but then the, re- the next seven pages you're doing as a chore, yeah. and the, the emotions of a chore are not desirable, so therefore the results won't come. Because It'll be not. like a praying something that you don't believe. Exactly. Speaking gibberish, and you just yeah. don't get that. You're just making the noise. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you got any thoughts about this chapter that you'd like to? Yeah, it took us yeah. to some places I didn't expect at all. Yeah, same, man. Yeah, yeah. The garden intuition. Crazy. Yeah. Definitely. What's next? But uh, yeah, next would be specialized knowledge. So uh, stay tuned for that one, everyone, and we'll see you next time.